It's an end of the year Why Do You Know That bonus episode featuring Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson. And as the mayor of Cleveland, Sarah Paulson. Welcome to Why Do You Know That, the podcast that wants to know why you know so much about a very specific topic. I'm Nadia Osman. I'm Steve Slaga. Hi, Steve. Hi, Nadia. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. How was was your holidays? Good. I wanted to, we're recording in my living room, and I wanted you to look at these amazing holiday gels that I've put in the window. I love it. Um, A little snowman, a reindeer. We'll we'll get a picture on the gram for sure. Um, That snowman is completely pink. The reason is because he's been in a uh, container with those letters that are red because the snowman used to be white. But the colors just somehow like wirelessly. Yeah, they bleed through, but without contact. Like the... The the white the white snowman stuff wasn't even touching the red letters. It just like I don't know how it happened. I, I said wireless, and I know that was wrong, but like that kind of <laughs> that kind of thing happened. Um, I kind of like it though. I like that it's it's because it's a it's like a pinkish coral red. It's yeah. very festive, and you can see it also happened with some of the snowflakes. They've mm-hmm. kind of uh, started a little tie dye effect with the snowflakes. Um, the reason that there's a uh, hat and mittens with no body is because there used to be a Santa, but these things don't age well. So sometimes they just become goo in your hand when you try to peel them off. Um, <laughs> But, I'm just thinking of children putting these things up and being like, let's do that Christmas tradition, yeah! And then they're like, no, Santa's goo! Funny you should say that, because when I was home in Michigan, my nephews came over to my dad's house because we were going to decorate the Christmas tree. And we were opening up the ornament boxes, and they came across a bunch of these gel things, and my four-year-old nephew did not want to decorate the Christmas tree. He only wanted to put these on the bathroom mirror. So when my dad came home, I was like, go look at the mirror. How festive, huh? Um, and then these are great because they're on the por- front porch. So in order to see them, uh, any guest who comes by will go to the front door, any guest of my home. And speaking of guests. Be-doo, be-doo, be-doo. We're each other's guests today. We are. This um, is a little catch-up mini-sode. Uh, fun behind-the-scenes fact. When we started, I told Nadia, I've got a really good transition <laughs> into into why we don't have uh, not having a guest. And what it was was my window gels. You guys need to let us know whether you love Bidu Bidu or hate Bidu Bidu. Yeah, you know what? We're very willi- we're very amenable to just like if you guys don't like things or like things, we'll keep doing it or not keep doing it. We are not married to anything. Yeah, I mean, I started this podcast. We started. <laughs> <laughs> no, when, no, take credit. Uh, I at the be I when we started this podcast. Yes, assumed Bidu Bidu would be the first T-shirt we sold. Sure. Um, but much like everything else of my life of Los Angeles, expectations change. What did we say earlier this year? Your teaching Mrs. Tingle oh, may turn Ms. out to be your scream, exactly. and your scream may turn out to be your teaching yeah. Mrs. Tingle. So my be do be do might be your teaching Mrs. Tingle. Yeah. And our. Uh, it might be some other dumb catchphrase yeah. that comes up out of nowhere, like Jack, get me out of here. Exactly. <laughs> I when hate that. that. I that, hate whatever I just did. Whenever that comes up organically. <laughs> That'll be t-shirt number two. We can have a poll. So tell me about your holidays. Um, My cat just jumped on the table. Oh, hi, Fruit Snack. And tomorrow's New Year's Eve, so that's holiday related. Mm-hmm. She's actually, no joke, admiring the window gels. Uh, 
Maybe no. she's not. Um, and my holidays were good. Uh, so shout out to Ashley from high school. We, uh, we've known each other. We went to the same college. We've known each other for years. And she got me for Christmas two different inflatable travel pillows for airplanes. Aww. One goes around your neck, and it's great because you can reverse it and put it in the front of your head and and let your head go forward a little bit. Right. The other one she got me, do you remember, I, you've seen them in Sky Malls, you've seen them in like Lily and Vernon catalogs, the inflatable triangle lean forward pillow. Oh, yes. She got me one. Aw. Yeah. This is a good friend. Yeah. Um, Hell yes, Ashley. Yeah. And I don't think she thought I'd use it because- you know, they look like something an insane person would have. And I haven't used it yet, but when I had a middle seat, I was thinking, you know what? I think one day, like, who cares? We're all in this airplane hating ourselves and our lives and everyone around us. Why not just inflate a triangle and lean forward on the snack table? What is stopping me from doing that? The judgment of these met monsters on either side of yeah, me. Yeah, one who probably took off their shoes and socks and just has their bare feet yeah. on the floor. And the other who has a terrible cold who didn't bother with any kind of emergency or nope. even trying to keep it in check and is just sneezing on mm -hmm. you. And even though I'm in the middle, both of their elbows taking up all of the armrest. Yep. And here I am worried about sleeping on a balloon. <laughs> That brings me to what I was going to ask you, which is, do you have any, I'm, I'm not a resolutions person, I should say. I, I don't believe in resolutions. I do believe in like setting goals and like trying to think about what it is that you want. And if you name what you want, you, should, you can usually go after it. But around the end of the year, it, I mean, I think it is good to kind of go like, is there something I want to like bring into bring into my life in the new year? And I feel mm -hmm. like not having people judge is a good one. Like yeah. not caring about yeah. other people's judgment is a good blanket statement for everybody. Yeah. If you're um, looking for a resolution. That is a good one. Just don't care. And the sad part to any of our younger listeners is that um, that just goes away in your 20s. So you like, if I feel like eventually you wake up and you're in your 30s and you're like, oh gosh, who has the energy to care? Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. When you're younger, you're like, no, people are looking at yeah. me. And I I guarantee you, no one gives a shit. No one cares no. about you. No one, no one is paying attention. The only time they're going to be paying attention is if you take off your socks and shoes on an airplane and put up your bare feet like in front of the seat or in the aisle way. I'm sorry. I yeah. cannot take it with people doing that anymore. Buy a pair of flip-flops and just throw them into your bag. Mm -hmm. Something like even even thick fuzzy socks yeah. I, I can deal with like slipper socks on a plane yeah, here's what you do wear socks yeah and shoes yes and then you are more than welcome to unlace and take your shoes off and then rest your comfortable sock covered feet inside your shoes just a little bit like your heels are out of the shoes but you're so you can move your feet around and be comfortable but home base almost like a nintendo game in a cartridge like your feet should remain in the shoes but in a loose fashion and you can take them out as you please. But for like normal, um, for normal sitting on a plane, you can take your feet out of your shoes, but like keep them in a little bit Yeah. or do what you want. Just cover, bring a sweatshirt and like go barefoot and just cover. If I don't know, you know? Yeah. It's the fact that I'm seeing it. Yeah. That like riles me mm -hmm. up. Um, I feel like that happens. That happened more in the last decade. Yeah. What do you think is like, Something that we need to leave behind. Oh, I've got it, and it's related to air travel. Please. And it's happened in the last decade. Please. So 
air travel um, is not comfortable. I don't know if you've known that. Uh, I don't know if this is news for anyone, but flying sucks. And now the airlines are doing, uh, in order to make it more affordable or to lower their prices, now there's like economy and there's basic economy. Yes. So what the airlines are doing now to really fuck with you is you can buy a ticket for the cheapest price, but what that means is you don't get to choose your seat, you don't get overhead space, and with United, you must check a bag. So I flew, I got, I redeemed credit card points. Yes. Woo! Yes. Bring that into the yeah, decade. Exactly. Everybody should be taking advantage mm, of credit card points. Yeah, exactly. Just pay it off at the end of the month, but take advantage of those points. Uh, so I used travel points and I didn't get an seat assignment, which meant I was in the middle and I had to, I, and I was ready to go. I didn't have a ton of stuff to take to Michigan. So I had a backpack that was going to fit under the seat. I go online to check in because I'm thinking, well, I've got to check in as soon as possible because I need a, I need a, the best seat I'll get will happen as soon as I check in. I can't just show up at the airport and expect a window or an aisle. Right. And then online it says, you don't get overhead space. Do you want to check a bag? And I'm thinking, no, I don't need to check a bag. I've figured out my backpack situation. I'm good at packing, which we'll get to later. And I, I click no bag and it says, well, then you have to check in at the airport when you get there. You have to either pay $30 to check a bag or you can't check in until you get to the airport. What? So I was basically forced into checking a bag. And of course, I took advantage of it. And which we'll get to later. Good thing I had a carry on to bring back with me. Uh, But so that's something I would like to leave in the 2010s is this bullshit basic economy. You can't take a carry on. You have to check a bag. You can't choose your seat. But guess what? You saved $32. Yeah, that's a good one. Don't do it. Listeners, just pay extra and do normal. Don't take don't be taken advantage of. Just have more money to spend. (laughs) I feel like the whole travel industry could use a massive overhaul going into the next decade because. There's like actual problems like environmental issues and sustainability and all of that. But there's also the fact that resort fees are a thing and I fucking hate it. No, it's just nonstop trickery of how to get people to think something is cheap. And then it's like, oh, there is a $30 charge for uh, Wi-Fi. Exactly. To use the pool. Mm -hmm. The utilities charge. It's so fucking annoying. Just either increase the price or... You lower the price and just don't charge me for those things. Yeah. I don't know which is the right answer here. But I mean, I would be like, I'll I'll use my phone. I don't need Wi-Fi. Yeah, my cat's ass is in your face. Re- Full fruit, on. Fruit is very, uh, very That means loving. she likes you. I know. This is one of her most personal body parts. <laughs> cats only show it to people they trust. Kind of like really people. Yeah. <laughs> Something that we could bring more into the next decade, <laughs> ass eating. I feel like yes. ass eating really made like a giant it splash did. in the tens, and I'm like, let's just keep that going. Why let's, not? Why would why would resolution. we leave that behind? Eat more ass. Yeah, I, eat more ass. I was at 2020, eat more ass. I was at Universal Studios, and there was a man who got off a tour, and he had a t-shirt on that said "Butt Diver," and it had a picture of a guy, like a cartoon guy, like going in to eat an ass, and then his wife came up and put her arm around him and they walked off together all lovingly and I went up to somebody and I said that guy's shirt says butt diver and she says I gotta get that shirt it was not the response I was expecting (laughs) (laughs) so butt butt divers are excuse me sir where did you get your butt diver shirt at least it was like I feel if it said ass eater or something he might get 
and he might not be able to stay at Universal Studios. But yeah. Butt Diver, that's under the radar. <laughs> no, no one's paying yeah. too close of attention until they look and then they go, wait a yeah. minute. Um, uh, uh, when you said earlier this whole thing about the, the carry-on, bring oh, that back for a oh second. Good. Oh, is it later already? <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> well, flashback to uh, sometime earlier this year. My aunt texted me and she said, what do you want for Christmas? And I said, a crock pot. And then 20 minutes later, I thought, I hope she knows I really do want a slow cooker. So I texted her and I said, I'm not kidding, crock pot. So she got me a little uh, a little slow cooker crock pot. And this was in Michigan. And I was just like, I'm not, I'm not shipping this. I'm not waiting. I'm not trusting my sister or my dad or my brother to go to a uh, place to ship this crock pot. I want it when I get home. So I fit it in my carry-on, the carry-on I was forced by United Airlines. So it turns out that how fortuitous that I had this suitcase because it's a small one. It's like a carry-on one. And I fit the crock pot in it. Oh, my God. I you fit a whole it. crock pot in your suitcase? I filled it with socks and underwear. <laughs> I wrapped it in the T-shirts uh-huh. and then just kind of put all the other items around it, zipped it shut. Photo Ooh. on the gram. Oh, my Photo God. Photo on the gram. I That's ingenious, Steve. Yeah. That's very good. Yeah. That's I'm, a really good way to pack. Uh, I had to get up at 3.30 for uh, to get to the airport for Oof. a um, flight. And, yeah, it was awful. And I was up until 12.30 trying to figure out the best way to, to pack my carry-on because I was not losing that fucking slow cooker. Well, no, because now you have it for these upcoming winter months in which to make a soup, a yeah. stew. Mm-hmm. Um, Last night, while I s- while I slept, the crock pot cooked, and now I have a, a tangy, sweet and sweet and tangy um, barbecue chicken thing. Ooh, part of what I did over the holidays is I used my slow cooker <gasps> to make a buffalo chicken dip. Why have you never made anything in your slow cooker for me? Because <laughs> it wasn't cold enough. Okay. We're going. I'm going to make you so many things this coming year. That's my twenty. One of my twenty twenty resolutions: cook for Steve. Oh, perfect. Maybe um, our next episode, we'll just both bring something from our slow cookers, <laughs> <laughs> and whoever the guest is, we won't even explain it we'll just be like eat this eat it and then they'll be like oh man have you done why do you know that they cook for you (laughs) it's not a part of the podcast but it's just something they're doing right now Mm -hmm. until they until it warms up and then they put their slow cookers away it's how we try to get like really famous guests I feel the last decade was the 90s. I can't tell, like, you could, I don't know, like, I was looking up for this, like, the best of the 2010s, and I don't, like. It was both the 90s and also part of the O's. Like, the part of the O's where it was just, let's bomb Arab countries for no good reason and also be extra racist. Like, that's what it felt like. It felt like. Just uh, other elements of maybe the 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 early eighties. I don't know. Yeah. Something something was wrong with the last decade. It was very schizophrenic. Yeah, and like it's hard pop culture wise. I feel like you know seventies, eighties, nineties. Very like you can you can close your eyes and think of exactly what like the nineties as a decade of culture was. I feel after the nineties, and maybe it's because I graduated in the early two thousands that that was like the end of my childhood was the end of the 90s so anything since then just kind of has all like formed together into like a mushy adulthood exactly like who cares what decades are (laughs) they're just ways to count how much closer we're getting like why why celebrate closer to death i think we have to define the tens by our phones you're right yeah 
like no, that makes sense. Our phones really are the thing because I don't remember having a smartphone in yeah. the O's. Like I, I had, uh, I had like flip phones and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but probably, it was, a Motor- probably a Motorola Razor in there. Truly, the last ten years that it's like being logged on, yeah. being on your phone, being yep. on social media, like all yeah. that stuff is like More really so. yes, really yeah. We had Facebook and maybe a little bit of Twitter. Yeah, in the aughts. Yes. Uh, but the tens was definitely that's where we got everything else. The explosion. Yeah. The idea of the selfie. Do you, maybe the twenties will be finally getting tired of it. I hope so. I'm getting there. Yeah. We took a picture for this and needed to take four and hated all of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for that to be done. There's something uh, oddly satisfying about the fact that if you have a camera in your pocket, you can just take a picture of anything at any time. Yeah. But it's also terrifying because like at any moment, anybody could be taking a picture of you. Mm-hmm. I, that's one of my biggest pet peeves is when I go onto like a social media and somebody's like, look at this idiot at the gym or like, look at this dumb me walking down the street funny. And it's like, they're just living their life. Yeah. That's for Twitter. Describe that person. Don't show me. Yeah. Tell me. Don't show me. Yeah. You d- don't take a photo of somebody without their permission and then Mm-mm. just slap it up on there. That happened in the 2010s that uh, she was a model or a reality show contestant or both. Um, but she took a picture of like an older, overweight, naked woman at the gym and like snapchatted uh her face with this naked lady behind her in this way of like ew look at this gross naked lady at the gym and i hate that yeah and she lost whatever her job was she lost what like uh it was it was a good it was a satisfying internet you know justice thing right a redemptive story yeah the public shaming stuff sometimes that's satisfying it's that's another thing that I think like really blew up in the last decade is the idea that we can publicly shame and immediately get results. And I think uh, many times it is definitely warranted. Yeah. And I think sometimes we have to like sit down and go, hold on a second. Yeah. Even if it's, you know, even if it's something that they did on social media that need like not everything needs to. The answer to everything isn't they should be fired and, you know killed by the mob like an innocuous tweet maybe what they need is to just learn that oh like maybe sometimes the entire world tweeting at you that you're wrong and stupid is is enough of a yeah getting yelled at is already strong enough for me it's one of my greatest fears getting yelled at so for me the idea of being yelled at by a lot of people about what i did yeah Yeah. that's enough to like shut me down forever that's gonna hurt more than losing your job honestly yes honestly yes (laughs) ditto uh but yeah, I'd be interested, not interested enough to ever do it, but you know, the psychological impact of public shaming, I think. I think sometimes the internet mobs don't realize like, oh, cool. No, this person deserves to be like brought down somewhat for their actions, but like any racist are we act, a human being. Yes. Any racist act, I'm like, shame the shit out yeah, of that. Yeah. You should know better. Mm-hmm. But there's other stuff where I go, I'm thinking I'm trying to think of like the I don't know that there's a defining pop culture moment of the last decade, but um, there's too many. When did honestly. Britney kiss Madonna? Oh, that was early. Oh, was yeah. The, like early. Like odds. I said, I don't know. It's all. <laughs> <laughs> it's all morphed together. Was it the for Cats me. movie? Is Cats now going to be the defining pop culture moment of the decade? I mean, of maybe of 2019. I think in a lot of ways, Cats is defining like pop culture in a sense of like movie studios truly truly having no idea how to do anything that's not a sequel 
like have it or, or, an, or, IP. A, or, or an IP. I mean, it cats is, but just like movie studios truly not really understanding what audiences are going to movies for. Mm-hmm. I read today that murder mystery on Netflix, which has Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston was the thing that was the most watched on Netflix on or Netflix. Uh, in the world on Netflix. I never saw it. Uh, I haven't seen it either. I hear it's it's got a resounding "it's fine" review from all my friends who've seen it. <laughs> Everybody says it's better. Solid than Solid five you think. out of ten. Yeah, exactly. Uh, critics all agree it's watchable. Yeah, that's how I feel about uh, much of the stuff that I saw this year. Frankly, movie well, wise, I'm like solid five out of ten, six out of ten, maybe seven. Very few things that I'm like going to. Okay, I'll start with positive. Yeah, Parasite, fucking great. Missed it. Uncut Gems. Haven't seen. Fucking great. Irishman, very long, Yeah, but good. Who has the time? Haven't seen. <laughs> Once you do this, I'm going to give you a list of what I've seen in the past few weeks. Um, uh, what, el- what else? What else did I see? Um, uh, and Hustlers. Hustlers great. Still also haven't seen. Oh, you'd love Hustlers. I know. I mean, I usually just, I don't get to the movie theater that I just, much. I love crime. Um, and all of these, uh, there's a big year for crime in movies. And I was like, hell yes, I'm here for people to do the crimes. I need a group of people or one person to be like, do you want to go see this? And I'll go. But mm. otherwise, it's very hard for me to just, you know, I have my brother's cable login. So I'm just going to go on the fire stick and watch whatever's on HBO or something like that. So sure. I usually see these movies. You catch up later. I catch up later. Um, so the end of my 2019, I watched... A very vintage Christmas. Oh my God, that the one's mistletones. retro. Oh, the mistletones. Christmas in Evergreen. Please say the mistletones is like an acapella group. Yes. Oh, ish. Okay. It's okay. Uh, mistletones is I think 2012. That I know the year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, so she doesn't get into the snowbells, and she starts her own acapella group with coworkers, and it's called the Mistletones. Ah. Uh- now I want to see this movie. It's on Disney Plus. Ah, it was a free form original. A thing I really like from Disney Plus: Encore. Haven't seen it yet. It's so good. It is a reality show in which people get back together with the high school musical cast of you know like a certain year, uh, and they do one more performance of that musical, and boy, do feelings come out as people look back on their lives. And do are any people ever mad or bitter? Yes. Oh, good. Yes. There's there's a there's a fair amount of that. There's also a fair amount of like people. Ju- it's just like this nice thing of people being like, I haven't seen you in 20 years. Holy shit. And then everybody yeah. just kind of falls into the roles that they had when yeah. they were teens. Because it's all, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, did you do theater in high school? I didn't really. Oh, so I you wanted can't do to. Encore. No, I can't. That's I could thing. do. Here's what I could do. I could be uh, Dogberry. In the importance of no Dogberry in uh, Much Ado About Nothing, Mister mm-hmm. Gribsby in the importance of being earnest. Mm-hmm. Any Oscar Wilde heads out there are probably like Mister Gris- Gribsby, who's that? Well, there's a four-hour version of the play, an extended version that has one scene with a tax collector, and in order to give me a role, Miss McKegg included that scene from the extended version in our high school production. That's nice of her. Yeah, so I could do that, and I could be a pirate in Peter Pan. 
Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Peter Pan musical. Mm-hmm. That also happened in this decade. The one yeah. with Allison um, Williams. Oh, yes. That's something that I want walking. to carry on into the 2020s for sure is live television spectacles. Oh, absolutely. Hairspray, Jesus yes. Christ Superstar. Those are that all. That Food so... Network Thanksgiving yes. disaster. Just anything live. Mm-hmm. Bring it back. Especially mm-hmm. the social media. You know, it, watching stuff is no longer the shared experience. It was like, you know finales of tv shows and stuff we all watch it when we want what's it called time shifting time sharing time whatever something the idea of like time is a flat circle that's that's what the networks are saying (laughs) uh but so the like sporting events and these and award shows are the only time that everybody's like oh we're all watching this together yeah it's it's those are the moments in which we're collectively creating a community in order to experience the same thing at the same time and I want that to continue, but I want it to continue with crazier stuff. Yes. Let's make bigger choices. Like NBC canceled. They were going to do hair. They canceled that because rent didn't do well. And I'm thinking, no, dig no, in. Do it. Do, do it. it. Make hair happen. You know what? HBO should do hair live so they can do all the nudity. Oh, yes. That's good. And then they could do Avenue Q live mm-hmm. with all the cursing. Yeah. Uh, yes, I more of that. fully agree on bringing that into the decade. And Things it, we yeah. can leave behind. Um, every, every bit of, 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 of bad politics in the last, like, decade. Yeah. Just leave it all behind. Keep, everybody get, everybody should get healthcare. Yeah. The end. (laughs) I use this budget app. This is not a plug, but I use this budget app to, like, just see where my money is. And it tracks all your transactions. And there's a feature, if you're ever just like, I, I'm, I've complicated things, where it's just called Fresh Start, and it deletes all of your transactions, like, resets everything to, like, what your bank account is now. And I wish there's, I feel like, I feel, yeah, just politically, everything just needs a Fresh Start button. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I just want, I want healthcare mm-hmm. to be for everybody. And I want uh, us to care about how to... Um, when I say how to save the environment, I mean like actual policy to make that happen. And I f- yeah, I feel like those are just the two big ones. Is that that is like up? everybody should get paid more. The end. This so- is my grown up <laughs> Christmas list. Um, what did you? Is there anything that you found particularly funny in the last year? <laughs> Me. Yes, you. Why do you know that? <laughs> Available on iTunes. What about our wonderful episodes this year? Is there anything that you feel like you really learned that you could I learned so much. take into the decade? Yeah. Uh, there's so many times where I'll be somewhere and just like something random that I learned from this will pop in my head and I'll like tell someone and usually it's met with complete indifference or maybe <laughs> maybe a half smile and a, oh, really? What a perfect way to sum up our pod. Was, <laughs> Listen to it, and then you you two can smile and go, oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> like I was when I was doing um, Two Old Queens with Mark Rennie, friend of the pod, mm-hmm. and John Flynn, future friend of the pod. Of course. Um, uh, John was taking a moment to look up a song from Gremlins, and so I was like, oh, hey, did you guys know that Roxette originally was going to have a song in Hocus Pocus? Yes. Boy, they didn't, they didn't care. Oh, no. Come on, guys. I know. That's a good one. That's a good one. And then that song ended up in the Super Mario Brothers mm-hmm. movie. Uh, yeah, I learned about Dungeons and Dragons. I learned that the Hug a Bunch movie is a movie that exists. Oh God! Uh, with my still my favorite line 
ever, which is I'm, I'm an Amer- Bridget Saver. Oh, I'm an American, American citizen. citizen. And I don't have to bow to anyone. I'm sorry. It's in our constitution. That uh, it, yeah. I learned that uh, Sour Patch that Kids are not. <laughs> after all of this, uh, after a whole episode where I was like, it was so bothersome, I had to pause it three times. Two days later, I watched the whole thing. <laughs> but no, I haven't seen 1917. <laughs> that was also very good. Uh, I learned. But I haven't seen Mistletoe, so who's the True. who's That's, the real yeah. culture I mean, over here? Whose finger is really on the pulse, and who's who's not? Um, I learned that Sour Patch Kids are the are a good gummy bear to use because they don't use they like the Haribo gummy bears might actually be bad. Yeah, oh, that's right. I learned that there is these wicked naughty sisters that terrorize their mother. What were they? Yes, the uh, the fox sisters. The fox sisters. The fox sisters. Those sisters, naughty fox sisters. Which is all I could think of when I was watching Little Women, which was like, I wish the Little Women would pull more tricks on Marmy like mm-hmm. those fox sisters did. Speaking of the fox sisters, now I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't use fox sisters as your answer. In two thousand, in the year twenty twenty, what true life event do you want to see turn into a Ryan Murphy? miniseries Ooh, it can oh. be from any time it can be anything ever it just has to be um it's, it's just gonna happen in in this coming year oh that's a good question i the 1996 gymnastics dream team Ooh, that was um was that Carrie Strug? Yes. Yes. And um, two Dominiques? Yes. It was Atlanta, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I want, I, mean, the, really... I want the 96 Atlanta Olympics gymnastics girls, the girl, women's gymnastics yeah. team. Was there story. drama? I don't know that there was internal drama, but I remember all the stuff with Carrie Strug and the fact that like they weren't going to win, but then they did win. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, it, it, this rivalry with the Russians, I think. I think yeah. it's just it's something that sticks out as like a pop culture moment where I'm like I feel like we never shut up about that yeah for like years after that was also when the Macarena became a thing mm-hmm. there's just so many Ellen you could do a whole episode of that miniseries about how the Macarena yeah. is a thing and we don't even need it to be you know, I mean at this point with things like that it's like I don't need to just show me things I know yes just show me pretty people playing other pretty people acting out stories I know the end of yes that's all I want yes I now understand why things like Forrest Gump became a big deal oh, because yeah. it's just baby boomers going I remember that mm-hmm. JFK yeah there he is yeah I mean pen 15 is actually very good but it is also 90% like oh those pencil cases uh pen 15 is a great show it is it is and Fleabag and Barry those are those are my TVs I haven't seen Fleabag. Fleabag's The so problem good. is my brain's turned to mush. Sure. And I'm garbage and stupid. <laughs> so I only want to bo- put on things that I can have on while I do other things. Sure, yes. So Fleabag. I love Great British Bake Off for that reason. Yeah. Because I can uh, go about doing anything else and then I can look up and go, oh no, their biscuits are burnt. Mm-hmm. And then I don't have to think about nope. it. You can jump in and out so easy. I also love the Bone Appetit YouTube channel for this reason. Oh, is that where they do like quick? Yes, they'll do. There's quick versions and then they've got long form videos where there'll be like videos where it's like 57 ways to cook a steak or something. And I don't need to see every single way. No. I could just have it on for a half hour in the background while I clean the bathroom. But they're misleading because they make you think like, wow, I didn't know it was that easy to make an apple pie. Yeah. 
And it's not. No. It's very difficult. Especially if you want to make the crust by hand. But I, I, I love watching those videos. Yeah, That's something that. to take into the next decade is yeah. more uh, more cooking. Yeah. More cooking. More. I mean, I got a slow cooker. I Same. Uh, I told my roommate a couple of weeks ago that I was, uh, uh, I'm going to get a microwave. We need a microwave. I'm just going to get a microwave already. And then then I text before I come back, hey, I got a slow cooker. <laughs> Did you want things heated up quickly? Yeah. Fuck you. Ooh, something else that I learned this year that has like stayed with me is uh, we talked about the Fleischer Brothers with mm. David Kantrowitz. And um, I, I walked in to the Alamo Draft House to see one of these movies that I mentioned. And uh, they have like, it's a very kitschy hipstery section of like a bar where they've got like a screen plane. And then suddenly I looked up and I was like, that's a Fleischer Brothers cartoon. And like now I can recognize it yeah. because I like studied all these horrific, terrifying images. Was like it Mr. Bug, Bug goes, goes to, to town. town. Yes. Yes. That's the Ryan Murphy series I want. Yeah. <laughs> I also learned uh, so much more about Buffy the Vampire Slayer oh, and yeah. Scream. Two mm-hmm. things that you are well versed in yeah. that I'm less versed in. Um, and I learned a shit ton about Aleister Crowley oh, and God. how he died in California, which still boggles the mind. He was a weirdo. What a weird man. Also, Balloon Fest 86. Oh, there we go. Oh, God. Oh, can I change my Ryan Murphy? Pick? Oh, God. Yes. Can you yes. Imagine? Balloon Fest 86 should be a miniseries. Who do we want in that? Ooh. Uh, I, don't, I can't think of any real, like, I can't remember well, names of real players. Who is his, like, uh, it's got to be like Sarah Paulson runs the United Way org. Oh, yeah, like, of course. This balloon thing needs to happen. You know what? Sarah Paulson plays every character <laughs> in Balloon Fest 86. <laughs> 12 episodes. It's like a it's a, a, a Eddie Murphy's Nutty Professor situation. Mm-hmm. It's Eddie Murphy's like every So she plays movie. like the high schoolers who like damaged their hands tied all these balloons. <laughs> Sarah Paulson. She plays Sarah Paulson. She plays the woman with the horses who were uh, were they killed? Yes. Yep. The uh her yeah, her horses were startled and oh, I don't think any of them were killed. I think um they like some of them broke their ankles. That was right. And, yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, she's a, a in, she's a searcher because uh, there were the officials looking for the missing boat. Mm-hmm. So she's both lives of the fishermen. Yes, she's both fishermen in flashback, <laughs> and she's helicopter pilot of the search party. I love this. Um, I learned about Eugene V. Debs. Who yeah, is Daddy Debs. Daddy Debs, the, like the first, so like the basically the granddaddy to Bernie Sanders' socialist yeah. agenda, which I'm all about. Yeah. And the guy who was like, you know what, unions, mm-hmm. so when they you're, good. So when you're making overtime, mm-hmm. thank Daddy Debs. Thank you, Daddy Debs. Yes, actually, in order to get the overtime payment, you have to say thank you, Daddy Debs, or, <laughs> or payroll can't process it. You have to go to see Maureen and tell her you thanked Daddy Debs, and she'll put it through. I also watched a Star Wars. Which one? Well, I watched parts of Star Wars Episode One. Okay. To uh, talk to Joseph Scrimshaw about mm. the concept oh, of right. empathy, yes, yes, yes. and then I, knowing all that stuff, made me able to kind of understand what was happening with the final Star Wars. Now, did you watch that? I did. Okay. I didn't like it. Um, I've only seen. Episode one, um, I was going to say front to back, but I'm beginning to end. I've only seen episode one beginning to end. I've seen everything else kind of in pieces. My friend invited me over and uh, she and I were going to watch Force Awakens. We put it on just kind of like 
shit talked all of our friends through the whole thing. So I don't sure. remember anything that happened except Harrison Ford dies. Um, and that I thought it'd be longer when it was when Harrison Ford died. I was like, is the movie almost over? Yeah. Wow. I have assumed the I assumed they were all three hours. Yeah. But they're like normal movie length. Yeah, the um, that the middle one of the new ones, the one Last that right, Jedi. Yes, that one is long. Okay. The other two are kind of short in comparison, particularly in a in a day and age when every Marvel movie is four hours long. Yeah. Which is also why, like, yes, The Irishman is incredibly long, but I'm also like, yeah, so is every Marvel movie. Yeah. Every Marvel movie, you want me to sit there and watch three hours of people standing around and then like for 30 seconds being like we have to do this but we can't yeah. and then a fight happens and then they and then another conversation then a fight happens another conversation then a fight happens and just the i watched Endgame. that was this year right it was this year and i saw i saw that and just the efforts they went to shoehorn in certain characters and stuff like you know what great we've got a captain marvel movie i'll watch it but maybe we didn't need to force her. It like the amount of times that Captain Marvel would just be like, "I can't help." Things like this are happening all over the universe. Then yep. don't put her in the fucking movie. Yeah. Or when all the holograms are talking to uh, Scarlett Johansson, but also they'll look at each other. Like you don't, you don't see that hologram. <laughs> what are you looking over? What are you looking over there for? You don't know there's other holograms. I'm guessing you can hear them, but what are you making eye contact with? Oh, holograms. Pepper's ghosts. Yes. They're different things. There we go. Avery. That's a thing that I learned. Another, another, thank you, Avery, yeah. for Fox Sisters and up uh, and holograms. That's two bags. points for Avery. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're keeping track, guys. Um, I got to tell you, I watched the Dolly Parton Netflix Thing, and I watched the These Old Bones episode specifically because of Mark Franny. Mm-hmm, with Kathleen Turner. Yes. And it, oh, what a treat. Yeah. Every now and then, uh, Dolly Parton's voice kind of comes into play. Like the These Old Bones episodes is set in like 1946 or something. And like you'll hear, you'll hear her start to sing like a snippet and it'll just be like two lines. And then the music will drift off and they'll be like, oh, there's the new scene. And I'm like, what? I don't know what this transition is, but I'm here for it. She's been busy this year because she had Dolly Parton's heartstrings. And also what I did watch is the Hallmark original Christmas at Dollywood. But my favorite part is at the end when Danica is kissing the boy, they cut to Dolly Parton, who I think filmed all of her scenes separately. Um, you, she just goes, now that's what I call a happy ending. And it's like, <laughs> do you know who these people are? <laughs> Also, what do you mean happy ending? Did you know? Did you? How did you know they even had a story that's concluding right now? You've li- you're literally just watching two people kiss, and presupposing that there was a story with stakes ending with this kiss. But you know, Dolly Parton, she's she uh, knows things. She's a goddess. Yeah, she's a queen. Yeah, she's all she's, she's royalty. Busy. Yeah, she's busy. Good for her. Yeah. Um. I what is it that you want to learn in 2020? Is there anything where you're like, oh, you know what I want to do is this either always, either a skill you take up or um, I always think of language and then it never happens. Sure. Um, I've started bouldering, rock climbing. Whoa! Yeah. So I want to get good at that because I hate most exercise, which is why I always run. And then after I did the marathon in October, I was just like, I don't really feel like running much anymore. Mm. Like, I'll get back into it, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Like sketch comedy. I just need to fall out of love with it so I can fall back in love with it. 
uh, I want to take up photography. Mm. Like, in a, in a very serious way. Like, in a, not in a pretentious, ooh, I'm going to take pictures of shadows or some dumb bullshit <laughs> way, but just in a way where I'm like, oh, I can take a good photo of myself yeah. so I don't have to do it on my fucking phone all the time. Um, great income. Get a nice camera and then just, um, you're officially a headshot photographer. Yeah. I'll just, just that and a pair of lights. Yeah. Just set it up. Hey, everybody. Stand here. Smile. Doing great. special. Yeah. Bad headshots for free. Need something? Anything? Do you need a photo of yourself? <laughs> Could you... <laughs> Are you desperate? <laughs> Use Nadia. Promo code desperate. Promo code? <laughs> it's your website. Set the price. Promo code. How would you set up a promo code? Walk me through your website for photography. <laughs> Um, www.promoco.com and then you, you lock it and then you sign up for one. <laughs> um, I also want to try and uh, really just like embrace the idea of, you know, once you're older and you're out of school, when you're in school, you're just constantly learning, mm -hmm. right? And once you're out of school, you don't have that pressure to like, your job when you're in school is to learn. Therefore, when you have a regular job or some other d dumb job that's filling your time, like, I, I like the idea of being able to go like, no, no, I can just keep learning yeah. shit. I could read some nonfiction for once. So, I took like, that nutrition class exactly. online. Exactly. It's that yeah. kind of thing where mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what I could do? I could just l bother to learn a few yeah. things or like catch up on stuff that I've completely forgotten. Yeah. So that's it's a very overall blanket statement to be like learn more, but like yeah. truly I read a book that I got in a college course that I never finished about Nordic mythology this year for that reason. It was just like, "Hey, I know Greek and I have this book about Nordic." And now you know Norse gods? Yeah, for that's... the most part. Oh, that's I cool. I know Odin. Uh-huh. Valhalla. Thor. Thor. A little bit different than the movies, but there are a lot of characters that kind of... Uh, like, Kate Blanchett's character in Ragnarok is real. Mm -hmm. She's in the book. Mm -hmm. A little bit different. But yeah, I'm sent to hell. Just like Odin was like, I don't like this daughter of mine. Yeesh. <laughs> you go away forever. It does feel like mythology in general across all cultures is so much more vindictive. Yeah. It's like, guess what? Uh, a, a dad was mad at a son, so he blew him up. And yeah. you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, How'd you get yeah. to that? How'd you? What made somebody go in the storytelling process? You know. So then what happened? Uh, uh, he, uh, he blew him up. Yeah, Hercules <laughs> is alive because... His mom, who is, I don't believe is Hera, like it is in the Disney movie, um, but like Zeus never wanted any sons because they would get stronger than him. So he ate all of his, all of his sons. That's insane. Yeah. So Hercules' mom wrapped up a rock and he swallowed the rock and assumed he swallowed Hercules. Also, the gods are always dumb in, or yeah. in mythologies across cultures because That's you true. can always, here's the thing, they're vindictive, but they're also easily tricked. It's yeah. a lot of like, oh, well, they thought it was um, uh, this, but it was actually a snake and then it bit him yeah. or whatever. But I mean, I guess the stories were also told out of fear because it's like, oh my God, why is the th why is the sky lighting up and 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 making all these noises? That's terrifying. Yeah. Who are the awful beings responsible for this? Yeah. Why the fuck is the rain now ice? <laughs> and why is it so cold? Evil creatures. Yeah. Evil, powerful creatures who hate us. Makes sense. If they if they weren't vindictive, we'd just have spring all the time. You know what we can leave behind in this decade? Frozen. 
Yeah, I didn't see Frozen 2. I didn't either. I mean, I, that can't be shocking. After everything. <laughs> Actually, that might be shocking. After that everything two grown I've seen. adults <laughs> didn't see Frozen 2? Um, two childless adults didn't see Frozen 2? I mean, I'm not against it. It'll be on Disney Plus soon enough. Yeah, I mean, listen, if you have uh, little girls or if you are a Frozen fan, mm-hmm. I say more power to you. Hey, if you have little boys, you can go see Frozen 2. That too. too. Actually, no, my nephews didn't want to see it. Okay. If you have kids... Or if you're an adult, or if you're an animation fan, or whatever, anybody can see and love Frozen and Frozen 2. I'm just a little yeah. sick of it. I'm going to say this. Hey, Frozen 2, I see you. I'll get to you. You'll be watched. I'll like you. Yeah. I don't need to go to the theater for it. Yeah. I'm just a little I'm just a little over it. I can't That's not all. see any Oscar nominee this year, but have seen Frozen 2. That's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't have not seen all those movies you listed, but then go to the theater and see Frozen too. I won't. That's fair. Last summer, um, I didn't. Last year, I didn't see any award nominated for Best Picture at the beginning of this year, but I had seen Girls Trip twice, which I still stand behind. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. I saw it twice, but didn't see. Couldn't even tell you it was nominated for. Oh, I want to get rid of award shows. <laughs> But, but what about the live aspect? Oh, fuck it. All right. I have, you know what have we a should, party. You know, yes, you know what they should do is just have like people with cameras. Everybody dresses up. And then it's just like, hey, we're going to go have a conversation. Yeah. Hey, look over here. It's it's uh, it's 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 uh, Julian Moore. I'd hey, tr- Julian, t- tell us about what's up. I'd, and- I'd truly rather that. Or just like a whole two hours that just honors like people from past years that deserve to be honored because my oh, problem that's is nice i hate i mean it's I, I i hate the false equivalency of like oh the oscars this is my super bowl because it's like no the super bowl aside from like um you know bad calls and inflating footballs or underinflating and all that sports are objectively this team by definition performed better than the other team hence yes. they won yes and through a scoring and, system yes. that has been previously established versus subjective judgment yes. and money from studios behind campaigns mm-hmm. voted on by um a committee of people who are all in that it like it, it yes no it, it, it kind of bullshit all of our parents should be voting for the oscars if we want a good look at what yeah, then murder mystery would yeah. win. Mm-hmm. Oh God, leave the unwashed masses to decide the best. Detective picture. Pikachu, <laughs> Frozen Two. It would. It would be. It would just be like Endgame. There's would win. a song that's great on the Frozen Two soundtrack. The uh, the boy song. <laughs> the boy song. Come on. <laughs> the song that the guy sings. Oh, that uh, Jonathan yeah. Groff yeah, sings. Yeah, the boy okay. song. Okay. All right. Uh, no, I haven't heard it yet. No, it, it's a very like air supply '80s power ballad. Oh, that's fine. It, you'll like it a lot. Ooh, we'll play it right here. No, we and won't. we're back. <laughs> we, cer- we certainly won't. That's what I'll do in 2020: figure out rights to putting songs in a podcast. But it's still 2019, so sorry. Find it on your own. 2019 was such a hard year for me because my mom died, and I just feel like. So, like the beginning of this podcast is marred by well yeah. my mom died i know but I we got through trying to figure it. out how to introduce that <laughs> it had to be brought so tell up it, so tell us about you your were, mom died you were like steve what's the funniest thing that happened to you this year <laughs> well <laughs> it 
wasn't when your mom died. Yeah. Um, Let me start with the least funny. That's your mom dying. And yeah. we'll go from there. Yeah. yeah. It was obviously, for many reasons, very painful yeah. and overwhelming. There. I'm allowed to make those jokes that have been there. Yes, because you also yeah. have a mother who's passed mm-hmm. away. And I feel like it's only made our bonds yeah. stronger in a weird way. She made or she bought me those uh, gel clings oh. just to bring it full circle. Oh, my God. I know. How do you feel looking at them? Are you like... I feel like... Well, it's funny because when she was still alive, I would put them up and I remember posting on Facebook a photo of these hideous gels in the windows and being like, if you have a mom who mails you gel clings, you put those on the window and you'd be grateful. Yes. Um. So now I feel like I have to... But what my mom would say is like, Steve, those look like shit. They're falling apart. Look at that reindeer <laughs> antler. That snowman's pink. Throw them out. I have literally back in back in the house in Michigan. I have a barrel full of those that I never used. Get some new ones. Yeah, every now and then, especially during the holiday season, I can just like hear my mother's voice in specific areas, just being like tacky. Mm-hmm. That is so tacky. Yeah. Just like her long drawn out proclamation of yeah. something being tacky is like forever seared in my brain. I I feel a lot of recent self-care that i give myself is very much because of my mom and losing her because especially around the holidays like she was very um like anytime i would fly home she'd be like well look up and see how much it would be to upgrade your seat maybe i'll do that like she was always very like as an adult not as a kid but as an adult not living close home she was always trying to find ways to i guess like spoil me mm-hmm. or like you know like so nice send like care packages at valentine's day and stuff like that and so on thanksgiving i worked on thanksgiving and it was rainy and it wasn't like the best day to be at work and not with friends or family on thanksgiving but i did get double pay so i can't complain but after you I was thank like, daddy debs i thanked daddy debs yeah uh um <laughs> uh, and then i was like you know and i was like i'm gonna go find i'm gonna go find a good I'm going to go find a good Black Friday deal. And I was just like, you know what? When I was a kid and I did, when I, and I had Christmas lists, like my mom would go to those Black Friday deals. Like she would be out early in the morning to do all that because she wanted to like get us nice stuff. And my mom would want me to go to Walmart right now and get an Apple Watch. So I did. Good for you. Yeah. So thanks, mom. mom. Thanks, Thanks for dying and letting me justify an Apple Watch. Uh, Truly, my- her last her last good deed. <laughs> my mom loved Christmas, so it's uh it's always been a little tough at the holidays. Like if I, I wasn't spending time with her, where it's just like all this reminder of the stuff that she loved. Mm-hmm. And Christmas is always a weird time in my house to begin with because my dad doesn't celebrate Christmas because he's Muslim. Mm-hmm. So he would just like stomp his feet and sort of like prolong the festivities not out of like let's make it last longer but out of like i really don't want to do this thing that i didn't grow up with that i don't understand that i actually don't really like at all um and uh just thinking about like well at least no one's having to put up with that anymore but when trump won i was like well my mom didn't like hillary (laughs) there's my my mother also didn't like hillary yeah that's okay you don't have to like hillary no but you do have to like whoever the Democratic nominee ends up being. Like, just all apologies to our conservative <laughs> listeners. Hi, Dan. 
Hello, Dan. Thank you for <laughs> still tuning in every week. No way. Please There's don't no... harass Dan. Dan yeah. is nice. Dan's my brother. This is how I found out if he still listens. I can't imagine. Maybe some. I think he picks and chooses. Like he'll see the topic. I think maybe uh, he might have listened to the Gabrus one because mm. Gabrus. Um, he for sure do, like he's not gonna listen to like Dolly Parton story songs. But that's fair. We might get to like he probably would listen to like the Scream one or. I'll say this: This is a very tough year, but I'm really, really grateful. This is sincere, Steve. Oh, I'm no. really grateful that you are my friend. That oh. You've been my friend. I'm gonna hold your hand now oh. and say thank you for being there for me. You're welcome. <laughs> that, if you reacted any other way, <laughs> I would be mad. If you were like, oh, don't worry about it, I would be like, no, 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 no. No, this isn't, who did you replace? Yeah, what alien replaced the Steve I know? I mean, 2019, all these things, and the one thing we haven't mentioned is 30-something episodes of a podcast. Oh, my God, and we did it. We yeah. did it anyway. We did it despite struggling and surviving. Mm-hmm. And we did it on our own. We started just, we were like, we'll figure out editing and audio engineering on our own. We're very indie. I mean, nobody would be able to tell from listening to our earlier episodes, because... <laughs> It's all so good from episode one to this. We're so sorry. We've learned so much. We and have. we hope you will just keep sticking around and listening to all the future episodes of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, you can always go back and check out those previous yeah. episodes, some of which we listed, some of which we didn't, some of which uh, audio quality is not particularly great. And we do apologize yeah. for that. But you know what? My mom had just died. <laughs> so, you know. And I'm, Cut me a little slack. I'm looking at all the guests and topics that we have throughout 2020. I won't name any right now. I'm just looking at the list of all these awesome guests. Oh, wow. Oh, this Ooh. is going to be good. Oh, look at that one. I'm excited for that one. Oh, I can't wait for May. <laughs> so you're going to have to keep listening and tuning in. Yeah. Hopefully no one else will die yeah. that's close to us. But in I fact- just thought you meant in general. <laughs> Like Nadia, we're Everybody, every yeah, ooh, we have a problem. Have a lot now. of people die, ooh. but the right ones. Mm, yes, uh, hopefully, twenty twenty is just full of uh, prosperity, good fortune, good health, good movies that good I won't movies see. You <laughs> won't see some good pop culture moments for me to cling on to. I think everybody was so desperate for one. That's why Cats is so big at the end there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't do that well, I don't think. No, box office wise, it's a complete flop. Wow, it's truly, I cannot. You didn't see it yet, right? No, I started to. It's, it's so. Okay, I cannot give an opinion about it. All I will say are here some facts that happen. Sir Ian McKellen laps milk out of a bowl. Ooh, that's hot. Uh, Judy Dench lounges in like a large cat bed. And at one point we see her human hands because they hadn't finished the special effects yet. Did you know that? Yes. They had to take a, they had to like the Tuesday after it opened, theaters got a new version of cats with the finished special effects. Yes. Uh, I, I saw an unfinished version. I'll say that. Um, and again, these are not judgments I'm passing. This is not an opinion of whether it's good or bad. I'm just telling you things that happen in the film. At some point, the actor playing Mr. Mistopheles, uh stumbles over a bunch of clothes. Uh, Rebel Wilson eats a human cockroach. James Corden dives head first into a big trash can. You had said James Corden, and immediately in my mind, I was thinking falls in garbage. <laughs> like, 
from what I remember of the trailer, uh, he falls in garbage. Uh, Idris Elba seems to be having the time of his life, and every time he disappears in a cavity, he says a different thing. My favorite being, and it's a callback to one of the lyrics of the songs, he goes, ineffable, and then he disappears. Uh, I think I cheered when that happened. I uh, feel like Taylor Swift gets away a little scot-free. Like, she kind of just shows up, does her thing, and leaves. Yes. She, uh, uh, she sprinkles everyone yeah. with catnip, and everybody gets high. Yeah. And then she sings a song and goes. Yes. Uh, just avoiding as much damage as possible. And if you've seen the musical or know the musical, you know that this is just a libretto where it's basically just here's a bunch of songs about various types of cats. Um, including a tap dancing cat that runs the railway, Skimble Shanks. Uh, These names. Who's got a who's got a suspenders outfit and really goes for it. Uh, some of the cats have clothes, some don't. Uh, some have shoes, some don't. I still don't understand why, but that that's just a fact I'm stating. And I think, I think really, once you get to the end, you're truly rewarded with the addressing of the cats, which is a song at the end of the show that's very like. We're just going to sum up everything you just saw, uh, but it is delivered straight to camera. And gosh, gosh, I have, I have, you, you just need much. to see it. You just need to see it. Just go see it. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. We're going to leave go you. We're going to leave you. It's the, You're listening to this. 2020 has just begun. Mm-hmm. Start right. Go see cats. Yes. Make us proud. Make us proud. It's if that or the Christmas tones. If you're not the type of person who's going to go fucking see cats, then don't fucking listen to our podcast. <laughs> Happy New Year. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, tell everyone you know every way you know how. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review, and be sure to go back and listen to our older episodes if you missed them. We talked about some weird stuff. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Why Do You Know That Pod or on Twitter at Why Do You Know Pod. They're different. And if you've got questions, comments, concerns, whatever, be sure to email us at Why Do You Know That Pod at gmail.com. Let's do this again sometime.